is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Surabe, and today I'm with John, owner of Daddy's Donuts and Delights. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. I'm glad that uh, we could talk to you today. It's a pleasure. So, have you always been interested like, in opening up like a donut shop? <laughs> uh, no. Actually, um, my nature, I'm a special educator. Okay. Um, I was a teacher of um, children, deaf children, for many, many years. Oh, awesome. Um, but it wasn't until COVID that actually, um, there's four of us that are actually the owners. Mm-hmm. It's two couples. Okay. Um, so it's myself and my partner, Jerome. Nice. And then Josh and Joel. Okay. And um, every Friday night, we would get together and go to dinner, and they were kind of our group of, you know, limited group of people that we would hang with during COVID. Um, they live at the beach. We live downtown. And um, they would just be with us downtown to go to all the different restaurants and when we could eat outside we'd be outside that type of thing um and they just kind of presented the you know would you guys ever open something downtown some sort of shop and, and i right away was like yeah i would do something but it would have to be sweets you mm-hmm. know some sort of because i'm definitely the sweet tooth of the group um so yeah that, it just kind of went from there and i didn't necessarily think they were serious about oh it. wow So basically, we um, the next weekend when we got together, um, they were like, "Have you thought the business plan? Are you gonna have this thing rolling?" And I was like, "Are you guys serious?" They were really like, "Yeah, no, we're serious about it." And so it just kind of you know spun from there. But it it was a long planning process over the whole kind of COVID pandemic. We would meet and talk and nice, really hash out a plan. Well, and and then every Friday when we would get together, they would come start coming to our house and I would have things made and I'd be like okay good you know we're sampling this we're sampling this we're sampling so they tried a lot of different samples of different things okay because you guys have a lot of stuff like you have like you know you cake pops I see a lot of you have your donuts obviously you have ice cream um so like I mean it looks like one of you guys and there has to be a baker and like you said you definitely really love yeah. sweets the, the beauty of the partnership is that um Joel came to a lot of business experience he's mm-hmm. owned a lot of Josh has more of the um, the background of the, the internet and the um, social media and okay. that type of stuff. Jerome came from a news background. Um, he was on um, worked as a news anchor before, a newscaster before, and okay. a um, uh, programmer, that type of thing, director. Um, so, and then I was like the teaching background, but had the baking experience as well. So you guys were like the dream team. So we all, yeah, yeah. just kind of came together and, and really, I mean, as we started planning, it just kind of would fall into place and different things and I like to tease that like I'm the one that has these ideas but then I have to like go through Joel and go like okay how much is this going to cost is this going to make sense you know and he's like yes no yes no and that type of thing yeah so but it really does I mean you've got to have all of that in order for it to mm-hmm. work because if, if someone's always thinking of the financial part of it and not being the creative end of it you know or there isn't that creative end that's stifling yeah and you have to have the creative end that can sometimes be like ran in and say hold on we can do this or can do this in a little bit different you need the best of both sides of yes, the brain exactly. to be able to run a business. Exactly, yeah. yeah. How did you guys come up with the name? <laughs> the name has multiple meanings. Okay. Um, we basically wanted something that was going to be catchy and that you know, people would say, oh, let's go to Daddy's and then it would catch kind of thing. Um, but because of that, we had to have the other components, you know, donuts mm-hmm. and the lights. We wanted people to know that there were donuts and then other treats. Um, 
as far as daddies go, yes, I am a biological father. I have two grown children. Awesome. And I'm a grandpa. Um, so that was kind of part of it. We have a dog, and so we're both, you know, dads to our dog mm-hmm. as well. And then um, there's also a little bit of an older, younger component as far as um, Josh Joel and myself and Jerome. And so kind of in the gay world that, you know, you get called a daddy when you get to a certain okay. age. Okay. So as, you know, and that's what's funny is I'll still have people yell, hey, daddy, you know, when I'm, and, I'm <laughs> like, and I'm like, are they talking about the donut shop or are they talking about because I'm an older, you know, bald or gray gentleman, you know, that type of thing. So it's really humorous to have people come in the store and be like, all right, where's the daddies? You know, who's the daddy? That type of thing. So, yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like cocktail. Yeah. You know, which they opened up, you know, the owner is obviously part of the LGBT community and, you know, that was that fun twist. Right. On that name, and it, it reminds me a little bit of that one, you know, playing off like all of like the concepts of what makes you you in your business, right, right. you know. But I mean, it, it's true. I mean, we're definitely daddies as well, and yeah. so. But it's interesting to have people walk in and not quite know, yeah, you know, and they'll be sitting there kind of trying to figure it out, you know, and and it's usually older gentlemen. They'll be like, "Why? Where did you get this name?" <laughs> you know, and I'm like looking at it, and like, "Really? Like, if we, especially if we're all four standing there." As much as I think it's funny for, I mean, you'll hear girls walking by, a bunch of girls, and they're like, where, you know, where are the daddies, you know, and that type of thing. So yeah. it really ends up kind of, you know, evoking a smile for everybody. Yeah, you know, it's fun. You see people taking pictures in front of the doorway just because they're looking, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. So it's fun. I feel like these days everything needs to be, like, fun and bright and colorful. Like, we're in this world of, like, social media and, like, TikTok. And so, like, if you're kind of dull and drab, that doesn't really right. translate very thing. well. Yeah. Well, that, and that's not the store at all. If no, it's not. Shop, yeah. Um, that was a little bit interesting. When, when I was planning all the colors and things for it, mm-hmm. one of the Friday nights, I remember clearly, I pulled out the color swatches of paint, and, and it was all, you know, pink mm-hmm. and pink and pink. And I'm thinking, we're going to do this wallpaper striped with this glitter, and mm-hmm. the rest, the ceiling is going to be raspberry. Raspberry, really, um, and especially Joel comes from a very business sterile background. It's more whites and beiges, yeah. and I'm like that's not going to be this booth. This is going to be a fun place yeah. that when people walk in, a they think of dessert right yes. away, but b they think of fun. Like this is a fun place to be, and it is. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody who walks in, you you hear that word, you know, fun, mm-hmm. come out of their mouth. Um, the fact that we also have a huge pink refrigerator. Oh, there's I love a huge that. smag refrigerator right there that's, you know, and people are like, can we touch this? Can we open it? Can we, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's where our drinks are, you know, that's, but it's fun. It's not your typical, mm-hmm. you know, it all fits into the, just the aesthetic of it all. Plus the big neon pink sign that says ice cream solves everything. You know? But you said everything in there is sweet. Why not have it like full, like fun colors, bright, right. you know, right. and the store that was in there before was an ice cream shop. It was, yeah. yeah. It was a roller. Yes. Yeah. One of my favorites, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but hopefully you'll think that ours is as well. We have really good ice cream as well. And that's nice. the thing. It was important for me to find um, a local creamery or somewhat local as uh, best we could. And, and I'm an ice cream connoisseur, so I would go all over and have it. And the name that kept coming back up to us was Big Olaf's Ice Cream. Yes. And that's out of Sarasota. They're and one of the best. Yeah. So we went down and visited, and, and it was just a really neat. And my 
just great group of people. So it's, yeah. it's great. It's been really well. Have you had a lot of like struggles with like trying to find flavors and like stay creative in that, or do you as think far as ice cream, cream or, or just like as far as like your donuts, you guys, your cake pops, you guys have a lot of different. Yeah, it's not as much um, finding flavors. It's mm-hmm. it's keeping things in stock that need to be. You know, there's there are sometimes snow caps, for instance, right now. Okay. There, you cannot find snow caps, and one of our donuts is a snow cap donut that has oh. chocolate and it has little like. Yes, yeah, the little, yep. At the movie theater. Yes. But if you go buy a box there and then put it in a donut, you're going to have to charge $15 for a donut. But it's just hard sometimes to find some supplies. Um, So for that case, we have to, you know, there are times where we have to look at it and go, we might have to change this donut out because it's hard to find that supply. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think, like, that's been the biggest difficulty for you right now running a business is the fact that we have had a lot of these, like, shortages in, like, basic supplies that you would need? It's definitely been a challenge, and we've had to rethink some things. And mm-hmm. okay, wait, we can't get this. What because it, you know it used to be just everything you ordered came in. And yeah, it's not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. So when our supplier will send us back, you know, the thing the day before the truck comes and says this isn't here, this isn't here, this isn't here, then I have to be creative for the week to figure out mm-hmm. what I'm going to do to substitute that um, to still keep our customers satisfied because they're starting to get used to you know certain things and they want to know why this isn't there. Yeah. Um, another example is our boxes, and we built the, the business and the brand off of a pink box, and um, we can't always get pink boxes now. So they, you know, it was like the probably third or fourth week that we were open, and I went to order our boxes, and they're like, we can we can't get that for you in pink. We can get it in white. We can get it in, you know, like a brown. And I'm like, no, no that it's doesn't work. Pink, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, even if, if you come into the store, you'll see our back shelves where the pink boxes were always so nicely displayed before. There's some white ones in there right now and, you know, it's just, this excuse we get is just, it's all supply chain, you know, supply chain problems, supply chain yeah. problems. But, it, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but it has caused us to pivot a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I imagine, I always think like local businesses, you guys probably don't get a lot of like the crazy customers or the like, the boxes are pink, <laughs> you know. We, we have had, I will say, um, one gentleman did not understand two shelves and up on the top shelf there was still some of the pink ones mm-hmm. on there but the bottom shelf is more the one we were working on and he felt that he was like purposely not given the pink boxes oh. like we were trying to and I was like oh no 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 and he's like well it was very important to my sister he came in with that she got the pink boxes and I'm like I'm so sorry we will make sure that we make that right I, you know I didn't know that we didn't know that and we basically were just working off the bottom shelf exactly yeah handy and they were white boxes and so I mean, who knows? Some people, maybe it's like Tiffany's, the jewelry, they want that blue box, but I don't know. There are some people that definitely want and, and really like the yeah. pink box. And trust me, we wanted it too, but there's, you know. You can only do so much, especially exactly. like in these times where it's, everything's really uncertain. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, how like do you feel the community has embraced you being a brand new business? I think really, really well. Within the first week, I mean, all the neighbors around us came in checked up on us and said if you need anything and um, they're really good about like if we're closed and I order a, a box of, you know whatever so a box comes in they'll take ours for us we take theirs for them that nice. type of thing and they've just been really good we, I've had people question like you know because you're part of the LGBT community mm-hmm. it's, it's not a secret you know has that been a problem and I'm like not at all if it 
is, we just don't hear from them. And yeah. if they choose not to come in, then that's their problem, not ours. Yeah. You know? But um, no, it, they've been great. It's been really, really good. St. Yeah. Pete is unique in that, though. I mean, that's why St. Pete, Pete is so cool, because it's just such an eclectic group of people that have the same passion, and that's for this city, you know, yeah. for the love of this city. I like to say that we aggressively support local. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we do really do. And yeah. the businesses too, like the like the businesses are always supporting one another. The artists are, yeah. you know, um, there's just a lot of support going around here that you might not always get in other cities, exactly. maybe. Well, I feel like we actually had um, a chef come in today from Sarasota. Okay. And he said he's standing there watching us make the donuts, and he's like, "This is like artistry," and he's Aww. like, "These are beautiful." And I was like, thank you. And he just said, I love seeing other artists because he's like, that's what we all are. We're chefs or whatever, you know, doing a craft and doing something different and unique. And he was very, I mean, it's just so cool to be, to have that compliment come from a chef. Yeah. You know, I was like, thank you. Thank well, you, you are kind of like a chef in your own way. You're just dealing I with am, sweets. I just, I don't always feel yeah. like I can take that title because I wasn't like professionally trained as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're running a business. You know, I'm an educator you're, in my own right. Yeah. A lot of things, but yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's right, you know, like, I think we sometimes forget, like, we think art and we just think, like, art. Yes. But, you know, like, chefs create art in their own way with their food. Yeah. You know, yeah. musicians are creating art in their own right. Yeah. Storytellers, even teachers themselves, you know, you're creating little stories and little memories and the children that or the adults that you're working with. Yeah. So art comes in lots of different forms. Sure. So just call yourselves chef daddies. From now on. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. How important has social media been for you guys and getting the word out for your business? Huge, huge. Um, I actually started, like, I, I made sure that, that uh, the name wasn't taken, like, mm -hmm. on Instagram and stuff like yeah. that before we opened, actually. And probably, I think it was, like, three or four months before we even opened, as I was practicing with recipes at home, I would just snap pictures of them, put them up as teasing kind of thing on social media, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And people right away were like, Oh my gosh, I think we had like 350 followers on Instagram before we even opened the Nice. So that was really cool. The fact that we just had you know, that Instagram presence um, beforehand. But then now with Facebook, with, and, I, and I like to ask people when they come in, like, how did you hear about us? How did you do that type of thing? Um, and then I'll even do things like, you know, post a certain donut on Instagram and then people will come in and say, we want to see that. You know, we want that donut that was on Instagram. We want that. Can yeah. we get that? You know, that type of thing. So that's really interesting for me. I'm not young, you know, I'm not so, I'm not quite up on all the stories and the, you know, how you respond back to people and stuff like that. I'm learning, I'm trying to learn how to do that, but that's again where like Josh comes in and mm -hmm. he's like teaching me how to, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. Yeah. Um, where it becomes a struggle for me sometimes is that like I'm busy as far as cooking and baking and, mm -hmm. you know, creating that stuff and then it's like, oh, I got all these posts, I gotta go back and respond to. That yeah. in itself could be a full time job. Oh my you know? it is. It's crazy, like the amount of, that stuff that you know comes in, and I want—I love hearing from the people. I really do, um, but it's just always—I don't want to ever offend anybody that I didn't get back to them right away, or I didn't—you know—I didn't mention them on my story, or right? I'm like, I think I did this right, but I'm not quite sure. You know, there's yeah. a whole etiquette too with social media that yeah. sometimes can be a little overwhelming for right. someone who's not exactly. so used exactly. with it. So I can like what they sent and try to put it on my story and that kind of thing, but. It, Sometimes just, it's like, thank you. I just yeah. want people to say thanks. That's great. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate you. Thank you. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm young. So like I grew up kind of in like the era of social media, but even yes. I'm sometimes just kind of like, what yeah. is this? 
But then I also see some people who are so like destroyed by it. They're if they're don't get so many likes or mm-hmm. so many, you know, that type of thing. And that's odd for me to like to hear and yeah. to see and think that, that there's that many people that are so controlled by it. Like I see the positiveness of it, but yeah. um, I don't know. I guess I can disconnect myself from the negative part of yeah. it. You know, so and and luckily we haven't had that either. Like you know, we haven't had negative reviews or anything. If they do, I would always recommend people, if they had a bad experience, mm-hmm. contact us, you know, contact the store, contact the whatever, and I'll make it right, you know, because we always want to be, if they come to daddies, we want them to get their money's worth, yeah. that they've got, you know, something very, great treatment, great product, great, you know, that type of thing, and they leave with a smile. Mm-hmm. The worst thing I want, and that's the only thing with, um, like now we're doing Uber and DoorDash and oh, wow. Bike Squad and all these other things too. I don't get to see their face, you know, when they take up that bite or take that, you know, that kind of thing, or when they see the box presented in front of them. And I hope that it's a they're great ha- experience yeah. and they're happy with everything because I don't know when I see that person walk out the door and they, you know, shove it in their backpack to go deliver you it. Don't, I'm like, oh, yeah. I hope those go back and look good. Yeah. You know, what they look like. Yeah. You know, again, we can't control everything. And, and again, I would really want to hear from people. How has it been working with like DoorDash and Uber and stuff like that? Because you always hear kind of like those mixed reviews where some businesses, um, they're like not happy with DoorDash and Uber. You know, they say they take a lot of money from them. They're just not a lot in their pocket. So far, it's, it's been a positive experience. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, we're, we're, it's pretty new. To okay. us. So we've, only, we've been open like three months right now. Yeah. A um, little over. Uh, we've only started doing this, the DoorDash and everything else and, and Uber like for two weeks now. Um, so, and I'm seeing daily it pick up and, and, you know, getting better that way. And I think there are a lot of people, like you said, in this time of COVID or whatever, they're just, they're in their apartments, they don't want to leave, they mm-hmm. want something just delivered to them, you know, and so for them, it's very easy to just go on their phone and be like, yeah, don't it sound good right yeah. now, you know, and, and so they'll order them. That's great. And if we can provide that service to them through those services, mm-hmm. all the better. I just want to make sure, I'm very concerned that the product that they're getting is good and that yes. they're satisfied with it. Yeah. So, yeah. But so far, so good. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had my uh, fair share of experiences with DoorDash or Uber. And, uh, you know, one, one DoorDash person, like, ate one of our orders. No. And, yeah, we called up the restaurant and we're like, hey, like, we're missing an order here. And it was the, actually a friend of one of the girls I was working with. She, and she's like, oh, I, I checked your order personally because yeah. it was you. And she's right. like, it was all in there. And they have like eaten. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Yeah. I see. I don't want to. I mean, I I take her and shot and be like, this yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of you know rush. Like I worked at Starbucks for a time, and we we had to put something on yeah, like everything, yeah. you know. But wow. yeah. Wow. So I guess I think it comes down to the fact, like, really, who is delivering the food? Yeah. You know, you have some really good ones, and then of course you're always gonna have your bad right, ones. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just like life, there's the good and the bad, you know. So, what would you say to like your younger selves? Just like think back like ten years from now, you know. And what would you say to your younger self? Like, worry about what you're gonna be like now. Just don't give up on a dream. Okay. Um, and don't. The funny thing is, so as we were before we were even talking about opening the shop. I was cleaning something out in my desk that mm-hmm. I have up in my home, and um, I found like a journal that was mine. It was a kindergartner, like a young, and it said, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And it, I put down ice cream, like I wanted to be ice cream. Oh and my I forgot gosh! That I 
like I said, I've always been an educator, and I still am. I still teach at the college level, um, teaching American Sign Language, and so I still do those type of things that, that I was formally trained for mm -hmm. and, and did, you know, as part of my profession. Um, this was just kind of a dream, you know, to think about, oh, this sounds like it's fun, and I've always liked to, you know, bake for something, but I never really thought it would materialize into something. Um, and so the fact that it has, and you get to do it with your friends, yeah. you know, your partner and your friends, is really a cool thing yeah. as well, you know. So, yeah, I guess don't give up on your dreams, don't take everything so seriously, or don't worry about what other people say about you, I guess, mm -hmm. as much, too. I mean, I think as a, a younger gay man, I would have been afraid of, you know, oh, what if people do say something about mm -hmm. us, or what if people don't like us because of this or whatever, and I really don't have those fears anymore, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, I'm living my life, and I'm happy, and, mm -hmm. and yeah, don't worry about whatever, yeah. whatever else says or thinks. You manifested your, like, inner child dreams. <laughs> it is kind of, I mean... One thing that was really fun was that the first day that the ice cream was delivered, I got on FaceTime with my dad, and he's up in Michigan, so you know, what couldn't be here, but I was like, Dad, we got an ice cream order, you know, look at this, there's like 12 flavors of ice cream right in front of me, all, and I had taken the lids off of all of them, and was just like, look, and did like a video, you know, he was like, wow, you know, which one are you going to eat first? <laughs> it was just that kind of thing that was really, really a cool yeah. experience, you know, to think that, yeah. you know, well, we're really actually doing this, you know, we're... Yeah. Yeah, and we're making people happy. You know, that that's the thing. To have people on a daily basis say, that is the best donut I've ever mm -hmm. eaten, or that ice cream is amazing, or and then we couple them together. We do ice cream sandwiches made out of the donuts, Ooh. or made out of the cookies, or brownies, or that kind of thing. And to have people say, this is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, that, that's awesome. It's yeah. awesome to hear somebody say that, especially when it's a homemade cookie that I made, you know, or something like that. that, that Yes. Oh, isn't that the best? You're like, thank you, I've made that myself. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, you guys stay humble as well as we are. Thank you. You know, this is, yeah, we're, we're happy. We, our goal is to be the, the, yeah. the best donor in town, the best yeah. cookies in town. I've had a lot of people say, you just can't get good cookies downtown. You know, and I'm like, oh, you know, and I don't want to be like, no, you can't, because there's a lot of other places that bake cookies and stuff like that too, but they wanted a certain, you know, big kind of cookie. And, yeah, I try. Yeah. I think. There are some other places. There, yeah, I, I think there's like a lot of like shops who will like utilize like like small bakers who like offer like their goods to yeah. shops. Like you have Katie's Fine Cookies. Right, right. There's a man at bakery that I know does pop-ups at uh, Blush Tea & Co. One thing that set us off too is that we, we're open later on Fridays and Saturdays. We're open until 10 o'clock. And so you get that crowd that wants a cookie at, you know, 9.50. Yeah. And they're like, where do we get a cookie? And those places are usually no. open. We no. are so they people don't understand that. Like, I'm sorry, but when I've had a night of drinking, <laughs> I do want a cookie <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night. I will right. get ice cream. Yeah, I don't know how many times like we've been downtown late, and I'm like, you know, I really want ice cream. Yeah, and I like have to go to Wendy's because uh, none of my local peeps yeah. are open. We're open till 10, that's what we do. We stay open on those two nights till later. Yeah, so that's a good idea. Every yeah. drunk girl wants cookies <laughs> and ice cream. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Funny. Would you say, too, that, like, opening and starting a business with your friends and your partner has, like, changed those relationships? A little bit. I mean, just because you have to talk about some hard decisions sometimes mm -hmm. and some, you know, things that way. And you're facing, you're working with people that, yeah. you know, before you just hung out with and went to dinners with and that kind of thing. And so mm -hmm. when you're talking dollars and cents and that type of stuff, yeah, it, it makes some hard decisions, but it's also 
you, you go back to, I'm always wondering, like, let's peel back, though, to why it was that we started this and let's not lose that. Yes. You know I mean? So um, we're very committed to that. And let's get down. I mean, mm-hmm. we're all, like I said, men of a certain age that, you know, we've all, it's not like we're young people that this is our first job. Mm-hmm. So we can go back to, okay, where's the problem? What is, why is it a problem? Mm-hmm. Let's fix that. Yeah. We'll see how we can fix that. And then maybe we're just going to agree to disagree sometimes about some yeah. things. And that's okay too. You know, we don't all have to see eye to eye on everything, but we do have to continue to strive to make this a successful yes. business. And so let's continue with yeah. that. Because I imagine, like, you know, when you create a business with, like, you know, your partner and your friends, like, there's that added stress of, like, okay, well, like, we, ha- we have to make this work. Our livelihood depends on it. Um, and, you know, that's that's hard sometimes yeah. to be able to yeah. ba- balance those differences, yeah. you know? We're doing it. We're going. And Good. if anything, I think it's actually brought us all closer. Aww. You know, like, we're, we're actually, and actually my partner is working right now so that I can be here. You know? Aww. sometimes especially like people of like heterosexual or just like not a minority community that like these are like thought processes and mm-hmm. in, in your guys's head yeah. you know like in like heads they're like you know they see rappers and, and and they see gangsters on a lot of the media 
you know, they don't really see a black man owning a bakery and then thinking like, oh shit, I love to bake cookies. I can do that. You know, like there are those outlets that we don't have for these kids that I think with a lot of local businesses and the artists in this community that they can see like, look, you can can do whatever you want. You don't have to do the cookie cutter thing. Right. True. You know, I think this is what I'd really like to do like in 2022 is definitely like get the kids out here. I hope like the great American teaching isn't gone forever mm-hmm. because that's like such a great thing too mm-hmm. for the kids. Mm-hmm. But I think COVID might have killed it. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Yeah, I know. I love the great American teaching. Yeah. So what can we expect from Daddy's Donuts and Delights in this upcoming year? This upcoming year, wow. You know, we're still refining recipes and figuring out new things and stuff like that. Um, we actually do look to expand and, okay. and maybe have store or two, um, that type of thing. I mean, we, we really want to become strong in the community first, and, and you know, our community stretches from, you know, downtown to the beach to, yeah. you know, north, south, I mean, and the great thing is we have so many tourists from mm-hmm. all over the place that come in to our city, and we've been asked again and again, you know, is this a chain? Are you, you know, that type of thing? Is this something that's going to, and we, our answer is always, not yet, you know, that's yeah. kind of how we answer is, not yet, you know. Um, just kind of putting that seed in their mind too, because who knows? Maybe they're from a city that it would be acceptable and then be you know great. Now, could this happen everywhere? Probably not. You know, there's gonna still be pockets and areas of you know of our state alone, but of our country that it just wouldn't be no. great to have a you know gay or accepted to have a gay owned and operated business like what we do. Yeah. Um, and be that openly about it. Now, not saying that our franchisees all have to be gay. I don't care. A straight family wants to open as well but they need to know that the original idea you know yes. and the founders of daddies you know we're here and no we're not passing on a gay agenda or you know <laughs> i don't want that to get out of the pizza oh that's what their goal is you know they're putting something in these donuts to make them, you know, <laughs> that's not at all it is that that's who happened that's the history and make, it needs yeah, yeah it yeah. needs to be acknowledged and then if there are other you know sites out there that people are like this would really work there we'd love to hear from those people yeah yeah, just keep manifesting it. Just be like, not yet, not yet, not, not yet. yet. That's what we say, not yeah. yet. You know, and, and like I said, we did build it so that it looked like it could be a chain. Yeah. And we want it to be polished enough looking that everyone is like, wow, this is really well done mm-hmm. and good for you. We have people daily come in and be like, how long have you guys been here? Because I don't remember, you know, and we're like, oh, we're in our, you know, 10th week, 12th week, four. and they're like, really? Like, this yeah. looks like it's been here for years, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. But that's a good sign, though, yeah. that people just kind of, like, ass- like assume you've been there for yeah. so long. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like to think of that as, like, a nice sign that you're going <laughs> to really be there for some time. Right. You know, because, like, rent prices are going up. Obviously, like, the downtown area is being very, very developed. Yeah. So I imagine that is, like, a thought on um, the businesses' heads is, am I going to be able to stay here? Oh, yeah. and, and, you know... Not not go under, right. you know. Not always be in the red. Right. Um, and you have to have that. You know, the business has to be there from the community too. You know? Yes. Um, and it can't just be oh, it's a novelty thing that we're going to try once and then be done. You want return repeat customers, mm-hmm. and that's so nice to see because we yeah. do have that. But then also businesses that will invest in you and say, hey, we want to get you know a certain amount of donuts every week from you, and then mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing is mm-hmm. awesome. I love that. I saw that. Um, Three Dogs Bakery yeah. brought you some like little. They did, yeah. yeah. And we we're, we want to work more with them. They brought us some doggy treats, and then mm-hmm. we took some people. Oh, so nice. yeah, we want to continue doing that type of 
stuff yeah. back and forth because we get a lot of it's St. Pete. Everyone has a dog, you know. I have a dog. And they, yeah, they bring their dogs in, and we love to be able to offer them something yeah. too. So yeah, we're we want to look for more future partnerships like yeah. that with you know, not only them but with other people. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like, how can we make a like boozy donut? Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to sit down and chat with us. Shout out to your partner for holding down the fort. Right. That can be really hard sometimes. <laughs> um, we're so happy to have you in the community, and we hope you stay Thank for you. a long, long time. Thank you. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.